Welcome back to Straight to DVD. Hey DVDers, we're we're back with another October Spooktober Spooky Movie Spectacular episode. Um, what are we talking about? We're today? talking we're talking about Night of the Living Dead. Oh hell yeah, we're doing this is uh this is our zombie movie episode. This is our zombie movie episode. Fuck yeah, zombie film. Zom- excuse me, right? Zombie film episode. Zombie film episode. And what better to start with the original that George. Romero. Romero. <laughs> yes. George A. Romero. George A. Romero. Yeah. Started it off. Yeah. In 1968 with the black and white classic Night of the Living Dead. What a movie. What a film. What a film. <laughs> I mean, so I guess even before we get into the whole zombie aspect of the movie, there are, I feel like there are a lot of other important things that we should quickly touch on. Uh-huh. About uh-huh. this movie. Um, I mean, it was kind of one of the first, like, independent films to kind of just, like, blow up and sneak into the, like, culture at large. Mm-hmm. Uh, the movie was made for, like, a hundred thousand bucks. Yeah. Like, yeah. super, super small budget, like, super self-contained film. Um, like, Mostly sta- unknown stage actors. Yeah. And a, it- a lot of un- unknown actors, uh, a totally unknown director. It was, like, filmed on set in Pittsburgh, which is just, like, a super random place for any movie to take place, uh, because it's not, like, really about Pittsburgh, but Pittsburgh is mentioned and, like, is kind of, like, known to be the location, but we don't need it because Pittsburgh, like, serves no purpose in the story. Sure, sure. Could be any town. It could be any town in America, Uh, but it's not, like, any town America. It's right. fucking Pittsburgh. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was kind of one of the first, you know, sort of like small independent horror films to kind of just right. like burst onto the scene. Right, nobody um, had ever seen anything like it. And this whole it idea also of the cre- dead reanimating. Created yeah. the whole zombie genre as or subgenre of horror sure, that sure. we... Just so overdone these days. That we know today. I mean, it's everywhere today. Yeah. They're like... They're five fucking like, Walking Dead. Walking dude. Dead. It's, it's like, on like its 18th season. Yeah, it's terrible. It gets worse and worse each year. Yeah, let's not talk about it. Yeah, fuck the Walking Dead. I I, I quoted in about like season like three or four. Oh, I've yeah, I'm not. I yeah, yeah. I, I've seen a lot of it. They're not even referred to as zombies. No, they're walk. They're walk. Oh, and Night of the Living Dead. And Night of the Living Dead. What are they? Ghouls. They, Do they yeah, even call called, them anything? They're called ghouls uh, in like the TV broadcast. Right. Uh, that the that the people in the house end up watching, right? Um, but yeah, there's no mention of zombies. Uh, I don't even think George Romero had the the word zombies in mind when he was originally like writing and shooting the movie. Uh, they were just the Living Dead, right? Yeah. Well, you know, you mentioned you mentioned budget, and it's like this film is in black and white. Yeah. Um, and it's great because like there's no there was no like. Uh, at the time, it was extremely gory and violent uh, yeah. for a movie of of this nature. But like, when you look back, when you when you compare it to zombie films these days, it's like there was no gore spectacle like there is these days. Like, yeah, you know, people's faces aren't like melting off because yeah. they're like dead or whatever. Like their skin's not uh, decomposing. Like it's in black and white, so like the blood is like black. Yeah. Um, so from a budgetary standpoint, it's like there's not a whole lot of makeup, yeah. not a whole lot of like there's no obviously no CGI yeah. uh, in this film. 
which is war- part part of why it was so cheap to make. Like you said, it was shot on location. Uh, these these lack of effects and you know these mostly unknown actors, um, but its return was huge. Yeah, and it was just exploded. This yeah. new subgenre, like you said, you said, yeah, it's incredible. Yeah. It really is. Um, but it retains its its horror factor, and it's just as terrifying today, I think. When you think it about then. it, as a Vietnam War movie. Yes, absolutely. A hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Maybe it's not about Vietnam. I was about to ask, like, how serious are we? <laughs> yeah, it, it's not about Vietnam. Um, but I do, I do kind of want to start with, uh, just like how it kind of reflected the society of. The late '60s, right? Sure. There's, there was a lot of, uh, a lot of turmoil on the on the home front. You know, obviously with the war and you know the counterculture growing and, and things like that. Um, and you have these what seven or eight people who are trapped in some like farmhouse together, and they have all of these you know extor- external evils that are you know trying to penetrate the house and, and get to them. Right. Um, right. And in a sense, it was, I mean, like, these are, like, Americans in the home, and I guess what's really scary or what, like, is really adverse to these characters is not so much, like, the external factor, but, like, what's happening within the house and, like, their interactions with each other, like... Right, social, huge social factor. Yeah, right. you know, um, I mean, and obviously we can bring in race to this with the the Ben character, but, you know, even beyond that, just, like... The age factor, uh, just like differences in, in, in opinions mm-hmm. of what should be done about the situation, uh, and it's all like really, I mean, it's like really smart the way it's done. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, I mean, George George A. Romero does this uh, with his subsequent zombie films. Like he's very inter, and, and you know, it started with this. Like he's very interested in um, in sort of not very much like. That the literal zombie and like what it represents, but it's more of a uh, uh, an allegory of sorts. It's like you know we get to something like the original Dawn of the Dead that he made, and it's like oh it takes place in a mall and like these mindless zombies are like wandering around the mall. It's like you know it's all a big uh, poke at consumerism yeah. and that. Um, and he start you know it's it starts with uh, with this film. And yeah, I mean it, it starts with this film, and you know obviously it goes into to the rest of his films but also just into the rest of you know zombie films in general uh i think you can take pretty much any zombie movie and while the zombies are like super scary themselves the the biggest issue and you know sometimes the scariest part uh of these films are the the people who are still alive Mm -hmm. and what these like terrible scenarios uh you know force not force these people but these people, the decisions that these people end up making, uh, that are affected by, by the zombies, and the zombies a lot of time are kind of just like always the backdrop. Yeah, always just always a backdrop, backdrop for for another story that a a director is is trying to tell, and it it totally starts with with Night of the Living Dead. Mm-hmm, right, and you know it's like we said, like nobody had ever seen something like this before, like this idea that, uh, and you know it's it's he does this with in in the basement scene where the daughter comes back to life. It's like nobody ever done something where it's like your loved one or a character, like something happens to them and then they just come back and then they're like part of of, of this horrific horde. Uh, 
that is then in turn like trying to consume you. Yeah. Um, I mean, the idea of your daughter like being the like turned into a monster and being the thing that kills you is like pretty terrifying. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and you know, it's so simple too. Like, it's not like a lot of the the heart the the zombie films we get these days. Um, where there's like guns everywhere and there's all the CGI and spectacles. It's just like a small group of people in this house. They have like one gun. They can't run and they just have to like just board up the house and just like hide in yeah. it. Um, and a lot of the, you know, like, like you said, a lot of the horror comes from the interactions of the characters who are trying to survive inside this house and the tensions that arise between them yeah. uh, while they're in this house. Um, but you know, it, it follows a similar, or rather, I should say, a lot of the, a lot of the films that are derivative of Night of the Living Dead, um, they follow this similar structure of, oh, we're we're trapped in here, like we can't stay here forever. We like yeah. need a plan to escape, and that typically comes around the third act, and then, yeah. you know, shit hits the fan when they try to they... and fail or succeed at, yeah. at doing that, uh, and they fail to do it. Yeah. I mean, that's probably, that's also something that, you know, horror fans weren't really used to seeing, uh, you know, you're used to the, your, your protagonist kind of like coming out on top at the end of the movie and like figuring out a way to, to, you know, get through the situation and, and defeat the evil and live happily ever after. But in this case, everyone fucking dies. Right. Um, and Ben, who we talked about a little bit before the main character, um, his death is probably the most tragic oh for sure um because it well one because it doesn't come at the hands of of zombies it you know he finally makes it through the night and and he's killed by the uh the like search and destroy group of pittsburghians they see him through the window and they yeah boom right through the eyes yeah and they just move on and you know throw him in the pile with of uh of all the other bodies that they're gonna burn and that's right. that, and that's how a story right. ends. Every every character in this film, aside from that posse of folks at the end, dies. I believe. Yeah. yeah nobody survives. Yeah. Um, the little girl dies. Our female protagonist dies. Yeah. How does the little girl die again? Uh, yeah. She's the one who's bitten in the uh, in, oh. the in the basement. Yeah. Oh, and then and then Ben kills her, right? Uh, yes, he goes down into the basement. Yeah. I think he puts one between her eyes. Yeah. Nice. Ben. Benny. Benny, one shot. <laughs> Um, but no, it's like, it's, it's very, uh, it really is. It's so sick what, what Miller, uh, Miller, I keep saying George fucking Miller. It's so sick what, like, Romero. Who the is hell like. is George Miller? He direct he directed all the Mad Max movies. Oh, uh, okay. And Happy Feet. <laughs> <laughs> <He did>. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's just like, you know, he, t- you know, they toss Ben, like you said, they toss Ben's corpse on the, on the pile of other corpses and set them ablaze. And it's just like. It's like the story may as well have like not even have happened. Yeah, uh, and then it makes you think about like what what's terrifying about like a, the the zombie uh, like idea and 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 uh, and horror element is that every every one of them that's like trying to like get you like they used to be you. Yeah, um, and so like each one of them has a story. And it's like, like you, you just very likely will just become one of them yourself, um, you know, whether you get bitten or not. You know. Before we go on, 
Um, how how long do you think you would last in a zombie apocalypse? Oh, I think this is a really important question. Uh, well, we're in New York City right now. Yeah. Um, if it were to happen, it'd be very difficult for us to escape the city. Yeah. Um, we're on an island. We're trapped. We on are an on an island with uh, millions of people. I would probably try to commandeer a vehicle, get upstate. Uh, and get a f- as far away from like civilization as I could. There, there's no way that you would make it off off this island. You don't think I would make it out of New York City, dude? Trying to um, imagine the, the. I mean, I can't the, get. I can't get the, out of New York City. Imagine when there the is bridge and tunnel traffic <laughs> that there would be in a zombie apocalypse. The Lincoln Tunnel, oh, dude. Okay. The Lincoln Tunnel would just be it would be a disaster. Uh, I I'm confident in my ability. Yeah. To uh, to survive. I am. Really. I am. Yeah. Good for you, man. Thanks, dude. I appreciate that. Yeah. Do you know your way around a gun? <laughs> I do know. My, I do know how to shoot a gun. Yes. Yeah. Many different kinds. Mikey, one shot. That's what they call me, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I know how to shoot small guns. Big guns. I know how to shoot big guns. Yeah. I know how to shoot medium-sized guns. Well, there you go. I, I don't. Yeah. I, yeah. Do you have a gun? I don't own one. No. Okay. I have some family members upstate that do. So you're gonna you're gonna try to get out of New York City, right? Without a gun. Or, you know, even if I couldn't get out of New York City, I mean, I feel like a lot of people would probably have this idea where it's like, oh, we got to go to a police station and, like, get some weapons. Yeah, but, I mean, the police are probably zombies, too. That's true. So you kill a cop. Yeah. Cop zombie. Zombie. Zombie cop. (laughs) And you take his gun. Unless it's a smart zombie and he, like, shoots you. Yeah. I mean, if, if we have smart zombies who know how to shoot and stuff. Yeah. That's just America, dude. Yeah. If we have, like, World War Z zombies that are fast and, like, oh, work God. together. Right. Done for. Well, right. The fast zombie renaissance. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean... In oh, the, we, in should, the... we should talk about that. Like, well, you know, Night yeah. of the Living Dead is, like, they're slow. They're slow zombies. They're slow zombies. They're slow and dumb. They're slow and they're dumb. And they're not that strong. They're not strong. They like a nice, charred, well-done human, though. Yes. As we see when they eat the remains of what's-her-name when the car blows up. Oh, yes, yes. I forgot just like They're just like, yeah. Mm, yeah. Oh, oh, so good. To a crisp. <laughs> <laughs> that might just be Pittsburgh zombies. Oh, that's true, yeah. They don't eat raw food. No. Yeah. They're very particular. They don't have sushi in Pittsburgh. <laughs> no. Pittsburgh. 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 Um, but yeah, so many of his films, like this, you know, Night of the Living Dead, his original, uh, Dawn of the Dead, um, I believe his, his original Land of the Dead as well, they, like, all these zombies were slow, and then we get to 28 Days Later, Oof. and those motherfuckers are fast. Yes. Those are, well, I should say this, it's a zombie film, but, like, they're not zombies, they're, like, rage-infected people, because, yeah. like, they can starve to death. Yeah. Um, and they don't, like, eat you. They just sort of, like, tear you apart and, like... They don't eat you? No, they don't eat you. They just, like, tear you to bits. Interesting. But if, like, you get a drop of their blood in you, you, like, immediately turn into one of them. Yeah. Um, it's not like the the zombies in, like, Night of the Living Dead or Dawn of the Dead, where it's like, oh, the bite slowly kills you and turns you over time. It's like... Yeah. You get a drop of the blood in you, it's like you... Yeah. Morph immediately. And then there's the airborne... Ah, uh, yes. Which are, right. Which are terrifying. Yeah. I don't have any specific examples of that. Nor do I. Is there an but, airborne, zo- airborne zombie film? I don't know. I mean, it would just be over so quickly because everyone... There's nothing you can do. Every, it would just be a movie about zombies yeah, we, just walking around. We would yeah, just be watching Who's the main zombies. character? Like, no, dogs? A, a zombie. A zombie? Yeah. 
Well, you joke about that land of the the 2005 Land of the Dead remake. There's yeah. a, there's a zombie in it who's kind of the main character of the movie, and his, <laughs> his name is Big Daddy. I'm not kidding. His name really is. He's he's like a mechanic, and he has Big Daddy. That's a, that's amazing. And you like follow him around, and he like slowly learns how to be a human again. And he just wants he and his zombie brother and to be left alone. So he like walks. He like learns how to use a machine yeah. gun. That's pretty cool. Yeah, no, it's a terrible movie. Oh, okay, that's not that cool. <laughs> but they're slow in that one. Yeah, they're slow in that one. Before we start talking about different iterations of zombies, yes, should we talk about Ben really quickly? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's let's, the, uh, let's, uh, let's talk about Ben and Night of the Living Dead. The 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 uh, the race factor that was supposedly not really a race factor. Yes. Um, yeah, apparently Ben, if you haven't seen the movie, Ben is an African-American fellow. Yes, he is. Uh, he's our main character who we're kind of following around in the zombie apocalypse. Um, and according to George A. Romero, the he didn't write the character uh, in mind as being an African-American gent. It was just your standard everyday American, uh, no matter what that might look like to you. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, due to the ending and, you know, when Ben gets shot by the search-and-destroy team of white Pittsburghians, <laughs> um, a lot of people are like, oh my god, this is totally about the MLK assassination yeah. and, like, how we treat black people and, you know, how we, like, why we just always kill them and assume that they're bad. Right, shoot first, bad. shoot first, ask questions later. Yeah. Kind of thing. yeah. Um... At least in his case. Yeah. I mean, I th- just think that's, like, a, a super... In- or not super interesting, but a pretty interesting, like, aspect of the fi- of the film. Uh, right, and it doesn't really harp, like, it's it does, it's not really heavy-handed. No, no. Because it wasn't the intention right. for that to be a focus of the film. Uh, but, I mean, it's pretty hard to, to overlook, especially when you think, like, up to that point, like, there weren't really any black characters in in any horror films uh, mm-hmm. definitely not a main character definitely not a main character who lives until the end uh, only to get killed by not the monsters right um, or depending on how you look at it oh well, where are the monsters where are the monsters where are the monsters yeah which is the whole point of 28 days later right uh, that right. humans are the real monsters right well, I mean, yeah, the, we we caused the whole thing. It's like we're experimenting with this weird virus and we're putting yeah. it into a chimpanzee to like get him mad. Yeah, uh, why? I don't know. I don't know who the fuck knows. Yeah, it's but he gets out simple. and he ooh ooh ah ahs. Yeah, on a guy, <laughs> and the guy becomes a of whatever an infected an is infect. what they're called. Yeah, um, and they, he he you know he like vomits blood into another guy's yeah. mouth, and then yeah. the guy it just becomes, yeah. spreads from there. Yeah, exactly. Um. That was uh, Killian Murphy's big breakout role. Yeah. Did you know uh, 20, 28 Days Later is actually an allegory for Brexit? Is it really? As is Shaun of the Dead. Oh, yeah. even though Brexit happened... Uh, even though Brexit happened... 15 like, years like later. 15 years after both of those movies. Yeah, right. They're both 100% about Brexit. Right. Just as Night of the Living Dead is about... Brexit, too. <laughs> <laughs> it's about the, uh, the war in Iraq. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> Yeah, dude, George uh, Romero ahead of his time. He knew what was coming. He knew what was coming. He knew. He's like, dude, 9-11 zombies. Right, exactly. Am I right? Yeah. I'm wrong. Oh, zombie Bin Laden. (laughs) That's a good Halloween costume. Oh, zombie Bin Laden? Yeah. 
I'm gonna write that down. You should, dude. For I don't have a Halloween costume yet. But you you can be Zombie Bin Laden. Oh zombie. Oh zombie. Bin Laden. Oh zombie. Bin Laden. Oh zombie. <laughs> oh zombie Bin Laden. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, sweet. So you want to talk about Twenty Eight Days Later? A yeah, yeah, bit? yeah. I would love to. Uh, it's also uh, another big uh, Brendan Gleeson breakout role. Um, Who? You don't know Brendan Gleeson? No. He's uh, an actor. <laughs> okay. Um, he's Mad Eye Moody in Harry Potter. Okay. Well, he's in the movie. <laughs> I'm not a big Harry Potter guy. Nor am I, but he's in Harry Potter. Okay, that's good for him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, he's uh, he's the dad, the dad yes, guy. Yes, he's the in, dad in Twenty Days. Who later. has a uh, he like there's a he he's upset or or whatever because they couldn't find the military checkpoint or whatever. Yeah. So he there's like a crow crowing. Yeah. And he gets mad and he kicks the pole with the crow up in it, and a droplet of blood falls off a corpse up by the crow and it lands right in his eye. He's like, "I love you, Anna." And then get back, and then he f- turns into a zimzom and gets a gun down. Yikes! Yeah, yikes! But they're—I gotta say—they're pretty. Zomb- the zombies infected, whatever you want to call them, they're pretty fucking terrifying in this movie. In twenty-eight days. In twenty-eight later. days later, because yeah. they, this was the first time on screen that they run. Yeah, they're fast. They're fast, dude. They're fast, and they're scary as shit. Yeah, fast. Running zombies are just not cool. No, fuck that. No. Uh, if we—I'll tell you what, dude. If if a zombie apocalypse happened and the zombies can run, um, nobody's surviving that. Yeah. No, you fuck. If they're slow and 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 shambly, I'm I'm pretty confident in our abilities. They're uh, all right. The it's thing a, we underestimate a, zombie strength though, because it's like, you know, there's yeah. no, they just like they have no inhibition to their muscle, so like yeah. they'll literally tear their muscle just like trying to grab you. Very hard to fight off. Go, going back to this whole, like, would you survive in a zombie apocalypse thing? Yeah. Even if I could... You wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to. <laughs> I just wouldn't... They're just... It doesn't seem like it's worth it. You know, I spend all these weeks and months to fight off zombies and figure out a game plan. And then on top of that, I have to look for food and water for myself. God, who wants to do that? And you, there's, like, there's no seamless that I can order from. And there's no, like... There's no, like, authorities or, like, government in place. I have to, like, make up my own government while trying to kill zombies, while trying to find food and water, while trying to find other supplies. It just, like, it doesn't seem worth it. And then, like, what happens? Like, so you you outlive all the zombies, they're all killed, and you're one of, like, the 4% of people who survived, and then you have to rebuild civilization? Yeah, dude. It's your, it's your, it's your job. Fuck that, bro. That's way too much work. No, it's your responsibility, dude. You gotta do it. Nah. Yeah, you have to. That's uh, for, I, for what? And then to, to die, like, 10 years later? Or from dysentery? Or, like, natural causes? Yeah. You're like, alright, cool, I outlived all the zombies, and we're slowly building civilization back. But, like, just because you outlive Time them, to die. they could still come back. Right? Yeah, they probably could. Yeah. Yeah, so it's not worth it. No. So I think as soon as I would hear about a zombie apocalypse starting, I think I'm just... You're just gonna... I feel like keel I should over? say this. Yeah, I'll probably just keel over. Yeah, I think that's probably a better way of saying what you are gonna say. Yeah, I would just, I would just give up, you know? Okay, I, would you walk, I, would walk, I would walk out into the street and just I would let them take me. No, you want to be eaten alive? No. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> but I think it's better than the alternative. That's true. Uh, okay. Also, you're in the masses. Okay, if that's true, that's fair enough. You know, I, I'm I'm big on following the crowd. I see. Whatever the crowd is doing, I want to do that. So I want to make me a Zimzom. Yeah. I got FOMO. Yeah, I got I got zombie FOMO out here. <laughs> I got Zomo, dude. Yeah, dude. Zo- Zom of missing out. Yeah. 
Uh, I want to make a correction of what I said before, that 28 Days Later was the first iteration of Running Zombies. I was wrong due to the, the notes we have here. The first iteration of Running Zombies was from a film called The Return of the Living Dead, ah. which came out a little under 20 years after Night of the Living Dead. Yeah. Um, but who cares? <laughs> For, yeah. Whatever. In terms of like popular zombie movies, right, 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 this right. was... One of the first times that we saw uh, yeah. Fast Zombies. And he does a weird grainy effect with the film, too. He, like, makes it look like old film mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in this one. Uh, it's, like, very dark and hard to watch. Yeah. You know, the first time you see it, you're wondering if, like, right. if there's an issue with, like, the theater where you're watching right. it or the, like, right. streaming service that you're using uh, if your, like, internet connection is slow. But yeah. that's just how the movie looks. <laughs> In the movie theater. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Your Wi-Fi is slow. Your Wi-Fi Re- is slow, Regal guys. cinema. <laughs> no, but this is probably... Uh, 28 Days Later is probably, I think, the scariest zombie film. Yeah, I think for a lot of people it's their favorite zombie film. It's uh, definitely up there for me. Yeah. Um, it's not... It's there's like and it's not schlocky. No, that's it's not sure. schlocky. It's very dark. Very dark, very serious, fucking yeah. gruesome as shit. Yeah. But then we get to the last, what is it, the last third, last half and of the movie. Like you said, the true threat the reveals tr- to be... It's the people. It's the people. It's the people who survived. It's Christof- who- Christopher Eccleson. Yeah. Is that is he one of the... He's uh, one of the main soldier. He's yeah. He's like, we're taking your women so we can repopulate. Yeah. And it's yeah. just like... And then it just turns into this like... This like sexual assault, yeah, like rape they, they, movie. They like drug yeah. them. They, yeah, and they dress them up. And dress them up. It's Even, fucking weird. I mean, uh, I forgot the character's name, but the younger, the younger woman in the film, the daughter, the daughter. Yeah, yeah. she's like, she's like, like fifteen. She's like fifteen. Yeah, she's like fifteen, yeah. sixteen. Not okay. It's not okay to rape anybody, no matter their age. Yeah, or the circumstances. Right. Like even in zombie apocalypse. Let's say I do survive zombie apocalypse. Like my mind isn't going to go to like drug and rape sure of course not I feel like that's like a normal a normal thought to have about a zombie apocalypse like sure. this like okay there are zombies running around everywhere this still doesn't mean that it's okay do you, do you, to do awful things do you think there would be sickos who would try to have sex with zombies probably damn people who get off on that yeah props yeah that's but, a it's, but is it necrophilia uh, I don't know because they're not they're like undead yeah or they're living dead yeah, so maybe a necrophiliac wouldn't, like, be sexually aroused. No. Maybe a necrophiliac would feel, like, totally out of place. Absolutely. Because they're like, I just want to have sex with dead bodies. I, can't, I can never get the, off again. all the dead bodies are now coming back to life. Right. Who am I going to have sex with? Talk about an identity crisis. Yeah. and the answer would be, like, living people of a consenting age. Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you fucking sicko. <laughs> no, you're abso- absolutely right. <laughs> Yeah. See, these are the kind of conversations that George Romero wanted to jumpstart back in 69, dude. Yeah, 68. Whatever. I wanted yeah. to say 69. You did so. want to say 69. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I mean, 50 years later, we're still pumping out zombie movies. And Absolutely. We're still, I mean, kind of pumping out some, some good ones. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, so we start with Night of the Living Dead, um, and then we get, you know, the rest of Romero's Dead series... Um, and then I guess the zombie genre kind of took a lull in the in the it 90s did. or it so. It did, it did. Um, I, I don't really know what kind of horror films were, were popular then. 
but then like Blink, the, Blink 182 music videos. Oh hell yeah! Were the zombie yeah. films? Fuck, I, I'm, I can get down with that. Yeah, dude. Uh, but then in the early 2000s, we had this kind of like, like resurgence of of the zombie genre, and it's been going pretty strong since. You know, yeah. 20 Days Later was early 2000s. Mm-hmm. Uh, the remake of Dawn of the Dead, of Dawn of the Dead was, was a couple, early 2000s. couple years after those. Yeah, I think that was, it was '04. That is correct. Um, and then you know later in the 21st century, we start getting these kind of like comedy zombie movies, mm-hmm. um, which is like a cool like sub sub genre of the sub genre of of zombie films. So we get like Shaun of the Dead, which is like one of my favorite zombie movies, and then we get Zombieland, which uh, is like super just like self-reflexive in terms of like knowing that it's a zombie movie and like we already have like all of these like kind of like unwritten rules about what you do in a zombie movie mm-hmm. but it's never really been explored satirically in, self-aware yeah in an actual zombie movie um and that's like the whole premise of of zombie land right uh which is pretty cool yeah um but yeah Zo- yeah zombie i i zombie land has a very very special place uh in my heart it's a very very short movie it's like an hour and 20 minutes long yeah. Very, very short. Uh, I like Woody Harrelson a lot. Yeah. And he's great in that movie. But it's just like, you know, it's just like very, very stylized. And I like like where all the little little text and tool tips of the rules mm-hmm. pop up. Mm-hmm. It's like cardio. Mm-hmm. And uh, always check the back seat. Um, and I like, I like watching Woody Harrelson lose his mind over his inability to find a Twinkie. Yeah, very humorous to me. I hope the second one, which comes out uh, this November, actually. Yeah, I think is Pe- good. People were really high on Zombieland. Yeah. It's like for a lot of people, it's like one of their like favorite movies of all time. Um, Damn, I enjoy. Who, who it. are these people? I don't know. Psychos. <laughs> I think I've seen it like one too many times, where it's kind of lost its initial. It's, it's appeal. not. It's not that rewatchable. It's not that rewatchable. Um, it's good on like the first two watches or so. Uh, but after that, uh, you know, fake Michael Sarah and and right. Woody Harrelson, you know, they don't really fake do it. They don't really do it for me anymore. <laughs> Are, besides the Twenty Eight Days Later series and the Zombieland series, are there any other zombie series that like have sequels? Um, I'm sure there are. I, I maybe I, yeah. maybe nothing that's like super popular. Yeah, maybe like schlocky cult yeah like the ones. cult like the culty ones but not in terms of like yeah, these we, like we got 28 days later 28 weeks later yeah Jeremy Renner Jeremy Renner Hawkeye is in that I haven't seen it's it's not later. bad it's not bad it's got a really horrific opening sequence where yeah. uh, the father of the family uh, sprints away and leaves his wife to die uh, in the house because he thinks if he tries to save her he'll die too interesting and it's really yeah it's really really uh it's really heavy, really terrifying opening sequence. I'd probably um, do that. The speaking of opening sequences, I think one of the like most effective opening sequences is Twenty Eight Days Later. Well, I guess it's after the whole chimpanzee thing. Yeah. Uh, but we're kind of just like dropped into the hospital. With the hospital. Killian Murphy with and Killian Murphy and, and his little bong. And it's Twenty Eight Days later. later after the chimpanzee. See thing. ya. And Twenty Eight Days. See ya. See ya. But yeah, we're just like dropped in, like we don't know what's going on, and we're just like there with him, like trying to figure out what's happened. Um, 
Right. Well, you know, it's funny. He's like carrying a plastic bag full of Coke cans. Yeah. And then like he sees a bunch of quid on the ground and he's yeah. like, oh. A bunch of quid. Yeah. Because <laughs> like, it's a British movie. Yeah. Brexit. Yeah, brother. Brother. I, I know my British lingo. Yeah, I believe he his first kill of the movie, he like hits a priest in the head with a bag of Coke cans. <laughs> The pre-scene is pretty interesting. Um, just, like, the idea that, like, the church is where you go in time of need to, like, seek out solace and stuff. Uh-huh. And even there, like, the person who you would turn to in a situation like this has become a zombie and is now a threat. And you can't even, like, you literally can't even find hope in the church. Coming right off of 28 Days Later, we get, like, Dawn of the Dead, the, the, the Zack Schneider remake. Like, a couple years after it. So, like, clearly yeah. James Gunn, Guardians of the Galaxy's James Gunn, yes. saw it and, like, wrote the Dawn of the Dead remake and was like, oh, we can do it, but American. Yeah. What, do you, what are your thoughts on the Dawn of the Dead remake? Uh, it's probably the best Romero remake, remake 100%. out there. 100%. Uh, I like it. Uh, it's, it. It's pretty unintentionally funny at points. Yeah. So I think we both realized. Yeah. Um... But, you know, it's there's not a whole lot of great writing or acting or directing or anything in it. Yeah. But <laughs> I, it's really fun to watch, I think, yeah. in my opinion. Um, like, I like the characters. They're all just, like, stupid archetypes. Yeah. It's like, you got the cop. Yeah. And you got the criminal. Yeah. And you got, got the leader. And you got the nurse. The nurse. And you got... The person who's clearly going to get infected and try to hurt right, everyone right. inside. It has every trope of a zombie yeah. movie. You got the dad. There's yeah. always a dad in a zombie movie. Yeah. There yeah. aren't many moms, but no. there are a lot of dads. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know. What, you know what that means, or if it means anything, or um, <gasps> if they're kind of all just derivative of uh, of Mr. Cooper in Night of the Living Dead, who's a terrible character. Yeah, that guy's an asshole. Uh, he sucks. Um, He's the villain of the movie. He is the villain of the movie, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, always they're always dads. A lot of the time, sad dads. Sad dads. Yeah. Sad dads. That'd be a good title for a zombie movie. Sad dads. Every, just, a bunch ev- of, just a bunch of dads everybody's, who survive. Yeah, everybody's dad. Yeah, right. <laughs> or dead dads. Dead dads. Everybody's dad turns into a zombie. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, that would suck. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. S- someone make that... Quentin Tarantino. Sad Dads. Sad Dads. A zombie film. By Quentin. By Quentin Tarantino. But yeah, I don't particularly like a lot of Zack Schneider's films, but I like Dawn of the Dead for some reason. Well, it doesn't uh, really feel like a Zack Schneider it do- film. It doesn't. it doesn't. There's not like like gratuitous slow-mo. There's not. <laughs> There's not gratuitous slow-mo. He has his classic uh, opening credit sequence to a pop song, though. Yeah. Like in Watchmen, yeah. The the all right. I will say the music in Dawn of the Dead yeah. is like it's a little too much. Oh sure. Every song is about like the sick and the dead. And, you don't you don't like, like the, the end the, of the world and the John Cheese version of Disturbs get down with the sickness. Uh, no. Fuck me harder, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> That's a line in the movie. I just wanted to. <laughs> that, that is a line in the movie. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's fun. It's like I mean, that's kind of like what we've come to expect from zombie movies just like kind of like the fun spectacle of it without um necessarily any of like the underlying like like moral questionings uh that you get from a movie like 28 days later or 
or uh, or Night of the Living Dead, uh, just like the whole like spectacle, like all right, watch these people get their faces bitten off mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. see how they try to escape, and that's that, right? And right. it'll be fun. Each, I mean, every zombie movie plays out exactly the same. Yeah. Yeah. You're stuck in a location. You're the stuck zombies in a location. are trying to get in. They're right. You try to get out of the location. Right. How's it gonna work? It's like the world is ruined. Where are you gonna go? Yeah. Oh, well, maybe we can go here. Right. We can. You know. Twenty eight days later actually breaks that mold a little bit. Because uh, they're kind of on, they're on the run and then they're looking for someplace to hunker right. down. Right. And it's and the broadcasts are just like they will eventually starve to death. Just outlast them. Yeah. And so, like, there are, like, those shots of the infected, like, starving to death on the ground. And yeah. Shit. This is true. Yeah. This is true. We haven't talked about Shaun of the Dead at all. Oh, Simon Peggers. That's one of my favorite, uh, Brexit zombie movies. Yeah. Yeah. It's part of, uh, that, that's, I think that was the first, uh, film of their satire trilogy. Yeah. That the, Hot Fuzz and, uh, End of the, the World. End of the World. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Shaun of the Dead is probably my favorite of those three. Yeah, I think Hot Fuzz is my favorite, but Shaun of the Dead is Hot Fuzz is good. Yeah. Shaun of the Dead is great. Um, I mean, there's there's really like not much to it besides just like the blending of the horror and comedy genres. Right, right. Um, Every joke is the same. Yeah. In that regard. Yeah. Um, but it, I mean, it's it's hilarious. It's, it's super fun. Watching Simon Pegg and Nick Frost and the fat guy, you know, going around London, like northern London with a cricket bat smashing <laughs> zombies right. heads in and, you know, trying to figure out which tools will actually work and trying to throw like records at zombies to decapitate oh, yeah. them, which just like doesn't work at all. Oh, um, yeah. Like a piece of the record gets stuck in the, in the zombie's face. Yeah. It's a great fucking movie. It's a good movie. It's a good movie. It's a good movie. I mean, I think, you know, Shaun of the Dead was was effective and, and like, 28 Days Later was effective in the genre because they're, like, doing something fun and new and original with it. Mm -hmm. But, like, like, what can you really change about a zombie film or a zombie genre to, like, make it be something we haven't already seen before? Like, what would a zombie movie have to be to, like, be at the Academy Awards? What would a zombie movie have to be? Yeah, like, I, I don't know if I don't know if the zombie subgenre lends itself to. I mean, horror in general doesn't lend itself to like being recognized at something like the Academy Awards or just like um, as like a well-respected film in general. Um, so I, I mean, I don't think the the zombie subgenre really like lends itself to making a. Um, to making a super like well-respected film, yeah. uh, I think it would have to be one that, you know, like *Night of the Living Dead* or like *28 Days Later*, uh, focuses on a lot of like the social aspects of the zombie apocalypse uh, more so than the actual zombies. But I think as like as long as the zombies are there, like it will always feel like a little schlocky and like yeah. gimmicky, um, and just like, it, I mean, it's not like there's the zombies will always like take away from the effect of whatever is trying to say, like, whatever the director is trying to say, like, elsewhere. Right. In the film. Right. Um, but, I mean, it is, like, a super niche, like, subgenre of the horror genre um, that we've, like, been able to milk for the last 50 years. 
Um, and, like, the fact that... The fact that even that has been possible is, like, pretty remarkable within itself. Right. Um, that, you know, it's been able to take off, and we've had all these different iterations, uh, like, just stemming from Night of the Living Dead. Well, I mean, like, you got the fucking Walking Dead these days. It's like... Yeah. I'm not speaking quality, but it's, like, the most popular TV show. Yeah. It's absurd. I mean, it has a spinoff. Yeah. Video games. It is. It's nuts. Um, yeah, but I don't think zombies are going away anytime soon. No. But I'm I'm waiting for the next great zombie movie to come out, and who knows how long it'll be before we get it. Yeah. I think we we may have, like, exhausted the the zombie genre. Let it let it lay for a little bit, and then maybe somebody will come out. Come back in, like... Like fifteen years want, or so. I want to see a Jordan Peele or an Ari Aster zombie movie. Yeah, mm, yeah. Jordan Peele's would just be like, "All right, all the zombies are white." And like, yeah, I'd watch and, that. And like, it's a group of black people trying to stay alive, <laughs> and like, there will be like some sort of like social under or overtone to it. Uh, I would watch that. I would watch that. That would be pretty interesting. Yeah. Jordan Peele, if you're listening, please make that movie. Make us a zombie movie. Yeah. Um, call it us. Call it us. Us are zombies. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I got a special place in my heart for zombies. I think it's a terrifying idea. Terrifying idea. I don't think it's very realistic. No, I mean, it could never. I mean, the closest thing we got is rabies, I guess. Yeah. Which is like kind of what the crazies uh, is about. Like those yeah. people kind of have rabies in that. I've never seen it. Uh, he'd like the crazies. It's pretty good. Timothy Oliphant in it. Dude, Halloween. It's Halloween. Halloween. Um, super off topic, but just a random piece of trivia that yeah. I wanted to bring up about uh, our our OG zombie movie, Night of the Living Dead. Yeah, let's hear it. Um, apparently the monsters and the the ghouls in the movie. Yeah. Um, apparently George A. Romero's original inspiration for those were the uh, the monsters in in the in the book uh, I Am Legend. Oh, interesting. Which is pretty interesting. Who are which because, are vampires actually? Because yeah, we and I am legend. We we get the I am legend movie, right. like forty years later, with and Will yeah, Smith with Will Smith, and they're like, are they like Vambi? They're like they're Vambies. <laughs> they're Vambies. They're they're vampire <laughs> zombies, which is pretty terrifying. I think once we start mixing genres like that, the CGI know, on them is terrible though. Yeah, they look like cartoons. But you know, yeah. Uh, I think that's pretty interesting if we keep exploring the the vampire zombie. I would love a proper I Am Legend film made because the movie is like very loosely based yeah. on the book. Like in the book, um, the whole idea of the title is that he's the last man alive and the vampires are now like an actual society and they're smart and he's the legend to them. Mm. And they like execute him at the end. Like yeah. he's the vampire. Yeah, to he's them, like, and they're yeah. like the he's the other. Right, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Because Will Smith is black. Right, right. That's exactly what uh, yeah. they were trying to say. Totally, dude. Yeah, he's Ben. Yeah, Will Smith is Ben. Yeah, yes. bro, he's Ben. It's all connected. It's all yeah. The, zo- the zombie universe coming together. Cinematic universe. The z- the Zumba verse. Zim- the zom Zomboniverse. Zomboniverse. <laughs> Um, but anyway, the month's only half over. We still got a couple of weeks left until Halloweeny. Yes, ma'am. Uh, we're gonna be talking about some more horror movies. Yes, we are. 
We got some fun ones coming we up. Get, so. We do have some fun ones coming up. So stay tuned. Yeah, if you didn't catch our last episode where we talked about Ari Aster. Yes. And Jordan's Peel. You should check that one out. Yeah. Uh, and otherwise, we'll see you next week. We'll see you guys next week. Stay yeah. spooky. Stay spooky out there, San Diego. All right, folks. Bye-bye now. Adios. Cheers. Salute.